Season three, episode eight, our first kind of animal-centric one, Lisa's Pony. Let's see if Shane gives us an animal intro for his cold open. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. Here it is right now. Oh, loneliness and cheeseburgers are a dangerous mix. No sports, no rock, no information for mindless chatter. We're your station. Oh, Shane, I was hoping, kind of hoping you'd do an animal impression, but that one just as good because it puts a beautiful, beautiful vision in my head of comic book guy just struggling to live in the wheelbarrow in the waiting room of the hospital. Big fella. How many, uh, how many hamburgers do you think he could pack into that gut of his? Ooh, probably at least 15. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about, you ever, um, you ever watch trailer park boys and you know, Randy and his, and his big gut. I, I am aware of the character Randy and how big his gut is, but I, you know, I haven't watched any trailer park boys. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really seem like it would be up your aisle, but you're at least familiar with the character though. Right. And he's got a, he's got a big old Gunther. Oh yeah. I, I, like, first of all, I've rubbed that Gunther. I'm proud to say that. And, uh, I think, I think he could drive about 15 in there on a, on a good day if he was hungry enough. So, uh, yeah. Um, this one though, Lisa's pony, uh, the word that comes to mind when I immediately think of this episode and going back to what I remember as a kid is that even as a kid, I felt this one seemed kind of forced and it turned out to be right because the writers went back to an old thing about oh remember lisa said she really likes ponies well let's give her a pony and so it seemed like they just maybe they couldn't get it done for season two so they went with it in season three they kind of got an um an idea for something right so i have a feeling uh remember i said earlier in the season this is like a roller coaster of the season i think we're on the drop after trios of horror too what do you think um yeah we've been having like really high highs and kind of really low lows with the season uh other seasons there's been kind of like i don't know kind of middle of the pack but it seems like we're getting fantastic episodes and then just kind of like almost unacceptable uh i'm not sure if this is going to be on the same level uh but it's definitely not one i you know i'm clamoring to watch kind of deal yeah uh i had what i picture from this episode is the ending or I guess the last arc and change of this episode and I forget how it actually or I did forget how it actually started until you reminded me just before uh, we started recording and I said oh okay so I think it is one of those ones where it starts strong and then kind of goes not off a cliff maybe not like like father like clown but it, it definitely weakens as the episode goes along we also get our first uh, kind of outside the family animal that's, you know, not Snowball 2 or Santa's Little Helper. And uh, I got to thinking there's been quite a few animals in the series, uh, whether they just kind of in like background gags or they're a central part of an episode. If you had to pick your top three kind of non-family, immediate family uh, animals in the series, who would they be? Uh, so... When you asked me this question, my mind immediately went to Poochie. Right. Okay. I think that would be cool. Um, it could be in a way like kind of like, uh, remember that Trios of Horror episode where the remote uh, makes what's on the TV real life? Mm -hmm. It would be one of those scenarios because at the end, um, what is it? I think um, Itchy makes friends with Snowball or was it Scratchy? Uh, scratchy. It was Scratchy, yeah. So something to that effect, I think that could work. Uh, 
That'd be funny. It would have to be in a trios of horror, I guess. But uh, it's not really going to be grounded in Simpsons universe. Um, more believable is uh, Pinchy. Pinch, you know, oh, Pinchy, yeah. Lobsters yeah, can live a long nice. time if you give them the proper environment. So that could have been an ongoing uh, pet for sure. Um, that would have been pretty funny. <laughs> I love that episode. That's one of my favorite uh, favorite pets the Simpsons have had. And then my my final would be Mojo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pray, you know, pray for Mojo. Uh, basically, he would just be continuing to uh, to copy Homer. Uh, but who knows? Maybe they could have went deeper with that. Maybe he starts taking after uh, like Lisa, and he becomes like a really smart monkey, or he takes after Bart and becomes a kind of like a mischievous monkey. Or maybe he's helping uh, Marge like clean up around the house, uh, getting all like the I don't know, maybe the ceiling fans or something crazy like that. There's there's some stuff they could do with that. But uh, yeah, that's what came to mind with my top three. How about yourself? Uh, I would go with, you know what? Actually, though, I, I love that idea of Poochie and having him come back in some way. And imagine if he's, he was like evil Poochie and he comes back and he sure, turns like yeah. Santa's little helper evil. And they, they're like an evil dog gang. They start. That would be kind of neat. Uh, my top three, um, Stampy. Uh, I love Stampy mm. in that uh, it's just so absurd to, the, the promotion, the gag of the radios of KBBL and they have to give him an elephant. And then, you know, it's just as an elephant would probably act if it lived in the suburbs. And my biggest basset hound is essentially a squash down elephant, right? They have big ears. Um, they stamp on things and squash things and destroy things. If they feel like it uh, pretty much say pretty much the same body mass, I think too. Uh, so I do love me some stampy um, number uh, two would be the Esquilax. The almighty mythical Esquilax, oh, the body, wow. yes, the horse with the body of a rabbit and the head of a rabbit. Absolutely fantastic uh, misdirection in the one where Lisa sees her future when uh, Wickham's introducing the Esquilax. Love that. I, I should have put Pinchy. It's a good call, I can't call believe it is. I, I, um, I can't believe I didn't put Pinchy because that Pinchy is amazing. But uh, I got to go with you on Mojo. Mojo is that that whole episode is just brilliant. The fact that Homer takes it's it's just it's, it shows Homer's laziness and how he takes this monkey that's supposed to be helping people and turns it into something just as lazy, if not lazier, than he, to the point that it's it's so fat and its cholesterol is so high that it's struggling to breathe. <laughs> and he leaves it on the mojo. Yeah, and I I got a shirt that says "Pray for a Mojo" because it's just. It's just so great when he when he can't do his happy dance. Like I don't know how they camp with that one, but that is an absolutely how dare brilliant. they not have some sort of reference in the new Planet of the Apes movies to Mojo? You're telling me there's not one writer who's a fan of The Simpsons that could have like named one of the monkeys Mojo? Could you imagine if like there was an episode, a recent episode where you know like Mojo went to monkey rehab and he had like kids, and then he and Homer he he ended up crossing paths with Homer and. You know, Homer leads him. He basically relapses into that life of laziness like that could. Uh, and then like his son has to get him out of it. That could have been an interesting little story. We've we've come up with so many alternate storylines here for the Simpsons. Yeah, this brainstorming. Yeah. yeah, we're just throwing stuff out. Although in Futurama, they did something like that. Do you remember the um, the the monkey that was going to university on Mars that had the hat that made him really smart? vaguely yeah and then he decided to take the hat off and basically return to monkey it's not exactly what you just said but they've toyed around a little bit with the whole monkey character at least some of the writing staff in a different show they do love their monkeys like we have lots of 
so many King Kong references and big gorillas and stuff like Sasquatch, that. Sasquatch, so, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, all those Saskatchewans and stuff. So yeah, some good uh, some good animals in the series. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, this is also the first appearance of Lunch Lady Doris in this episode. And Lunch Lady Doris, um, one of my favorite characters, because I just love how surly she is and how she's always got like a cigarette going in a school and stuff like that. And uh, her super relatable. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like you can she's just an old haggard lady, just doesn't care. She's trying through the day. And it reminds me of the character a little bit anyways, partially partially her. And then there's the character in Billy Madison. Who comes? Who's just out of nowhere? Has nothing to do with the movie at all. When he's with the kids in, I think third grade, and uh, she comes in at the cafeteria. And, Here you go, kids. I know how you like your sloppy joes, extra sloppy. And then Adam <laughs> Sandler, lady, you're scaring the hell out of me. That's just a great random moment. So I do that voice and a little bit of lunch lady Doris whenever I'm cooking, and I. I just to annoy my wife. And I, Here you go, kids. I know how you like your mashed potatoes extra buttery. And so that's my, <laughs> that's my creepy lunch lady character. And it creeps my wife out. So I have a lot of fun with that. Um, yeah. So character. we yeah. great character. So we got an outside uh, family animal. We got our first lunch lady, Doris. What about the actual episode itself? Like I said, off the top, uh, the ending I'm more familiar with in the beginning, but the beginning that you reminded me of. I was like, oh yeah, okay, the beginning, that actually is kind of good. Uh, so I'm going to go into this one, trying not to let the 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 goodness, if you will, and the recency bias of Trios of Horror 2 affect my rating. I'm going to go into this one with a uh, 7.1. I think that's kind of fair for this one. It's better than like Father mm-hmm. of the Clown. I know that. I know it's funnier. And I think the beginning kind of saves the episode as a whole. So I'm basing my rating a little bit off that. What are you going with? I'm going to pace myself with this one. I'm going to go in with a 6.7. Uh, I'm. It's so hard to come off of Trios of Horror 2, one of the best Simpsons episodes ever, and then going to Lisa's Pony. But uh, I'm hoping that I can bump that up to somewhere in the sevens. I think this is going to be one of those ones that's kind of like Homer defined started really strong they kind of they didn't really know where to go with the plot but the strong start combined with the the b story of bart and millhouse and a couple of nice little lines and gags in there save the episode i think it's going to be somewhere in that range uh but we'll see here we go no further uh chatting about lunch lady doris my creepy ass lunch lady character let's get to lisa's pony here it is lisa's pony came out on november 7th 1991 um, crazy thing is, Magic Johnson was just in the episode three weeks prior to this with Homer Defined. This was the day that he had to retire from the NBA after it was announced that he had tested positive for oh. HIV. So it was crazy. Just a matter of time. He went from, um, you know, on his way to one of the greatest. He was already great. One of the all-time great greats and had to retire because of that. Pretty crazy, eh? Uh, yeah, I had no idea that it had that significance. That couch gag is actually pretty decent. Yeah, it's not bad. And they all jump on Homer as he's lying on the couch. Gotta ask you, though, top song in the U.S. It was by not Michael Jackson. If Michael Jackson won the, was the king of pop in the 1980s, this guy was probably the prince of pop. Uh, is, wait, did, did Prince release a song? It was Prince. There you go. You got the hint. 
Oh it's wow. Okay. Well, cream. you, you kind of you fed yeah. that one to me. Made right, that one easy. Love, Appreciate that. Song. You're welcome. But uh, yeah, the song "Cream" by Prince, a very, oh, very, okay. very sexual song. Random 2000. Have you ever watched uh, 2001: Space Odyssey? Yeah, very weird movie, in a good way. Though. Yeah, we're we're all gonna be the the big space babies in the universe. Don't worry, I know it's tonight. No, Dad, I broke my last saxophone read, and I need you to get me a new one. You know how there's the kid beside Lisa, and he's doing like the swirling of the glasses to make the sounds. People actually do that. I, hmm. I'm not sure. That's a decent gag, though. That Lisa literally. She called everybody. <laughs> writes it on his shoe. <laughs> how would that even work? How would you write a pencil? I don't know. What is he like? Friggin' in Toy Story. This is our first appearance of King Toots. Justin and Nickup. Hurry, Mo, hurry. I've only got five minutes till the music store closes. Well, why don't you go there first? Hey, do I tell you how to do your job? Sorry, Homer. You know, if you tip the glass, there won't be so much foam on top. Sorry, Homer. This is a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That was a pretty uh, good out, <laughs> the boilers don't do much unless they break. No. Finished with 15 seconds to spare. What's the matter, Betty? The moron next door closed early. I happen to be <laughs> moron. Oh, me and my trenchant. Oh, yeah, Mel, I was playing the spoons. Yeah, literally on his, yeah, <laughs> his teeth and his friggin' side of his head. School talent shows are ass every single year. Yeah, I feel like nowadays, though, they're they're probably better, right? With all the gizmos kids have now. I really do. And now, here's Maybe. Simpson, the boy of a thousand voices. Open with my impression of Principal Skinner. I feel like kids are doing talent shows every day trying to be popular on TikTok, basically. Oh, look at me. I'm Principal yeah, prob yeah, kind of, actually. It's kind of like a daily talent show. That young man just became the boy of a thousand days' detention. Hey, it's Lunch Lady Doris. I wonder what she's got for us today. Today's special is <laughs> fried dog poop. Why is Bleeding Hubs Murphy's <laughs> Gives him a 10. Please, you've got to open that door. Mm, let me think about it. Uh, no. Okay, okay. But I want you to see a picture <laughs> of the little girl you're disappointing. Mm, well, I don't have one. I'm a terrible yeah, father. Be a pal. Remember when I pulled you and your wife out of <laughs> 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 a good one offline. I used to say that all the time if yeah, somebody ever needs some. Hey, man, remember that time I pulled you and your girlfriend out of that burning car? Stupid gum. Number four and a half, Reed. Woohoo! Mm -hmm. And what instrument does she play? Oh, he could have described it. And he would have known. Mom, where is he? That's a really dangerous stunt. Knife throwing? Knife throwing? Uh, you know what? I guess it's not as dangerous because they're twins, right? You got spare parts right there. Yeah, but twins have weird magical powers where they can anticipate each other's thinking, brain learning, and stuff. This is true. Don't worry, he'll be here. 
Clarinet? No. Oboe? No. Saxophone? No. Wait a minute. What was that last one again? Saxophone. Hmm. Lisa, stop playing that stupid saxophone. Yes, that's it. Alto or tenor? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. I used to. I still reference this, yeah. Somehow someone had that on CD when I was in fifth grade. It was it was right around this time of year, late mid-December, and uh, they they put it on, and uh, our teacher turned it off. Like this is inappropriate. <laughs> You'd think that bleeding gums would have more to say. Why? Yeah, or like, hey, Lisa, I can get you a read. Oh, I love that Willie line, though. He, Willie's had a couple of lines like that when he hears things, like, uh, yep. throughout the series. It's not my fault. It's the read. Oh, yes, of course. It's the read. <clears throat> Let's hear it for Lisa Simpson and her <laughs> wacky sex. Yeah. Woo. Woo, yeah. Fifty six hundred flavors of Phineas O Butterfats. Okay, who ordered the Mount Belly Oh, Phineas O Butterfats. It's way too much. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Imagine paying eighty eight eighty eight dollars for an ice cream wow. sundae. Look, I let you down, and I. It's just gonna melt before, like, unless I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't want to share because you know I'm kind of a germaphobe when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's a lot of double dipping. People using the it, same spoon. It would spoon. get gross, wouldn't it? Like the, the, the first out. like few sp spoons would be fine, but yeah. Look, Homer, Lisa's taking her first steps. You take <laughs> Yes. I'll watch you later. Homer's watching that stupid show with the. Oh, like Miami Vice or whatever. No, I think it was Fantasy Island. Oh, it was a Fantasy Island. Okay. Yeah. Dad, Dad? Did you hear that, Homer? <laughs> Marge, I'm busy. No wonder she hates me. Never even noticed she was alive. Homer, if you want to make up with Lisa, just spend some time with her. Good little montage here. <laughs> That's like the same animation for Bart. Love it's it. It's true, yeah, the and the blow dryer there. You've got to stop looking for the quick fix. If you keep spending time with Lisa, she'll forgive you. Marge, if I spend any more time doing these girl things, I'm gonna, you know, go fruity. No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea. Let's see. Quick fix, quick fix. Ah, I'll buy her that pony she's always bugging me for. We can't afford to buy a pony. Did you ever want an absurd gift, like a pony, that you look back upon now and it was either, let's say you got it, it wasn't as good as you thought, or you look back on it now and it would have been terrible? Not an absurd gift, but I remember really wanting the video game The Getaway. And it was absolutely garbage. Yeah? The advertisements got you, or...? I think it was actually, like, pictures in a magazine. All creatures, great and cheap. You pet it, you bought you, it. You pet it, you bought it, yeah. 
it's you. Excuse me, do you sell ponies? He almost went for it. Imagine paying half a million dollars for a pony. The whole bloodline thing is really big with horses. Yeah. Will the Simpsons oh, be on? Someone is going to. I okay. Someone keep record of that. Someone that was like just born yesterday. Um, yeah, keep that that date in mind. All right, is, is the show still going to be on on January first, twenty fifty four? So you're getting there. It's getting there. Sorry, I can't approve a loan that size myself. And we got like thirty more years or ish to go. How can I help you? Yeah, Burns, you do this personally? No, it's a hobby. I'm not in this for any personal gain, heavens no. By the way, are you acquainted with our state's stringent usury laws? Usury? No, silly me. <laughs> I must have just made up a word that doesn't exist. Now, what is the purpose of this loan? I want to buy a pony. Isn't that cute? Smithers, he's planning on joining the horsey set. That is it, isn't it? You're not <laughs> planning to eat it. No, I need to get it for my little girl because she doesn't love me anymore. I like when in the office Michael eats Dwight's sandwich. He steals his lunch and Dwight just looks at him as Michael's eating the sandwich. It's pony. Oh, and then he doesn't he spit it out? No. I don't think so. I forgot that's how Homer got the loan. Because the Burns does actually give it to him. Mr. Simpson, are you sure you know how to take care of a pony? Of course. Simpson, you have to do is do a credit check and they would not have given him that loan. No. So many shows That's a good reference. Yeah. yeah. How the hell did Homer get the pony in the bed without Lisa noticing? Eh, sometimes you don't need answers to things. I am very upset with you. Sounds like someone's angling for a pony of her own. <gasps> hey, how come Lisa gets a pony? Because she stopped loving me. I don't love you either, so give me a moped. Uh, I know you love me, so you don't get... <laughs> what great parenting. That is. Fantastic logic. I read a thing that says parents, you know, they always say that your your parents don't have a favorite, but they 100% do. Like when you become a parent. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But it's best not to make it um, known. <laughs> Princess. Why did I think this... Pony was named Snowflake. This is what love cost a month. These are standard stable fees, Mr. Simpson. 
Plus, I'm teaching your daughter riding, grooming, and at no extra charge, pronunciation. Father, you've made me the happiest <laughs> girl who ever lived. She's also a natural at riding that pony. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Old people playing video games. Oh, yeah. It's only two buttons. This is my dad trying to play uh, modern or no World War II on PS4 years ago. He gave up after about three minutes. He was going to buy his own PlayStation just to play that game and gave up. That's why they took the uh, all the kiosks away from in the stores. That's right. Remember the... So they don't really have those anymore, do they? You can, like, play a game on a TV that they have set up in the store. Very rare. You see them at, like, sporting events, actually, like in arenas. There's, like, if it's a hockey or a football stadium. Right, yeah, the sports games. Yeah. What's good about those is they really haven't changed in the last 15 years. <laughs> we got her all those vaccinations for diseases she doesn't have. Man, Homer's logic is getting... That's oh, great. Absolutely great. Marge, Lisa loves me, the pony stays. All right. This is much funnier than I remember. A lot of good one-liners. I will. There's plenty of money out there for a guy who's willing to work for it. Do you have any jewelry you don't need anymore? Mm. You're so beautiful. Oh, look, you haven't touched your salt lick. No. Nom, nom, good salt lick. Need money. One scratch for cash, please. Here you go. Liberty Bell. <gasps> Two Liberty Bells. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, yes. Woohoo! Three Liberty Bells. That'll be. How did Homer think this was gonna work? Congratulations, Mr. Homer. I guess well, this was. Judging by everything else he's tried to do this episode, I'm not please too surprised. No. I guess this is before uh, they had barcodes on them. This is pretty much the most Apu we've seen. Like, consistently. Yeah. I think this is yeah. the highest number of lines he's had anyways. Well, if it was a friggin' nuke jackpot, is that what that is in the background? I don't know. I think, I think it's a game and then there's like a lottery thing in front of it. Oh, okay. I feel like I started ingesting Frosters more uh, once I started watching The Simpsons more. Ralph's voice really weird there. Yeah, maybe they're having a, maybe they're cold. I never liked Frosters or Squishies, Slurpees, whatever you want to call them. It always made me sick. I think it was the syrup. Oh yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's not good for you at all. Yeah. Strictly ornamental. <laughs> There's only one bozo who comes in and buys them. But I <laughs> and yet he'll continue to eat them even after having worked there. One time my buddy ate, he, he, he was really craving a hot dog. We were watching a hockey game. We walked to the 7 Eleven and he got a hot dog. He didn't realize though the one he picked out had like liquid cheese filled in it. He took oh. Two bites. He's like, this is one of the most disgusting things I've ever had. And then he hocked it at a seagull, and the seagull ate it. <laughs> then the seagull threw up. No. Um, or, explo or exploded. Oh my god, she killed him. Yeah, if you try this type of work schedule, you will um, make yourself sick or probably die. Yeah, you need sleep. Homer, are you stealing squishies? 
Plus, life can't just be about working, especially if you're not enjoying the work that you're doing. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm leaving where we are to start my own pharmacy. Yeah. I'm sorry, baby. Yeah, get those Percocets out the door. That's right. I forgot that Apu has this like thing going. This is before he met Manjula, with the yeah. He's a with Princess. He's Cashmere. a bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, there she's again. That's right. That's right. I think this is the last time we see her, right? But it's a cool callback <sighs> to uh, what was it, season one, right? Yeah, that's a nice visual gag. When we're getting squished yeah. by the. <laughs> Honestly, this episode is not that bad. It's it's quite good. We've had one-liners, visual gags, misdirections, a little bit of everything. And a, and a sweet dream sequence here. Oh, man, they're so good at dream sequences. Yeah. Like, even little subtle things. Like, the sign is great for Slumberland. The smiling moon in the background. If, if someone's driving right now and you're tired, just pull over, man. Yeah, don't just, put on yeah. this song, though, because this song will make you sleepy. Exactly, yeah. It's not yeah. worth it. You'll get to your destination alive if you just uh, you pull over. Yeah. Don't drive off a mountain because you're tired. Or kill somebody else because you're tired. Absolutely. It's just as bad as drunk driving. Did I say the sun smile? I think I meant moon. Oh, yeah. I may have said it's all sun. Good. They're like a, a one-two punch. We see the moon because of the sun. Kind of deal. <laughs> it's the power saw on the head. Only how long do you plan to do this? I don't know. How long do horses live? Three years? <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, he was always sleeping at work anyways. Yeah. Why was that? That was the, from when Lisa has the mumps. Yeah, was that reused animation? Yes, it was. Nice stab at how late night shows aren't funny. A little rip at Johnny Carson. Jeez. Nice touch on Homer's eyes, too, with that, that tired... I love that gag. The airbag pillow. just exhausting. Lisa, do you know how much it costs to keep a pony? No. Well, it's a lot. In fact, your father had to take a second job. The poor guy. Where's he working? The cookie market. <laughs> Lisa, I hope you realize that your father can't keep this up. You're gonna make me give up Princess? Lisa, we can't make you give up that pony. I can make her. Just give me five minutes alone with her. No, Bart. No one's going to make her. This is something Lisa Well, Marge, you kind of did that there with the guilt trip. Yeah, like, what choice does she have, really? <laughs> this is so cruel. <sighs> it really is. She likes a little carrot after her oats. And she really likes it when most animals do. And if you're playing the radio, she likes contemporary adult in the morning and easy listening at night. Please take good care of my princess. Although there is no change in my patrician facade, I can assure you my heart is breaking. That character is supposed to be based off of one of those Hepburn ladies, either Audrey or Catherine. What the, uh, you, you call this melted cheese a clean? 
The young man you replaced is what happened to him? Oh, right, yeah. he got shot, right? <laughs> I, I guess we assume he got shot. Yes, yeah. Dad, I understand the sacrifice you made for me. That's why I gave up the pony. You did? Mm -hmm. There's a big dumb animal I love even more than that horse. Oh, no, what is it? A hippopotamus? Oh, I guess the former employee's name was Rainy, right? Uh, yeah. You can take this job and restaff it. <laughs> Giddy up, Dad! <laughs> he slept, he stole, he was rude to the customers. Still, their <laughs> What a great line. That is a fantastic line to end the episode. Man, that was a good one. I thought... I don't know what I was remembering. I thought the episode really got boring as... Uh, it went on with with Homer working the two jobs and trying to pay for Lisa's pony, but yeah, it didn't. It was way better. Than it I thought. it continued on with some great jokes, um, visual gags. The dream sequence was really cool. Uh, lots of good um, one-liners in this episode. I am definitely mistaken on my memories of this episode. That was great. I started with a seven point one. This is at minimum an A minus. So I am giving this one uh, an eight point two. It's good. Eight point two. I think that's that's fair. Yeah. Um, hmm. Gosh, I was all the way at six point seven, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm Though gonna again, come I, up I, to. I think um, you were. I hmm. think you were basing that off of the roller coaster. I think you were. You were so used to the way this season has gone, where a really good episode is followed by a somewhat mediocre, that you were a little bit lower than. Maybe you should have been had it. You were just basing it off of straight nostalgia, but still, you're coming. What are you going to come up to for this one? Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, I think they really brought it back around. It's really hard to follow Trios of Horror two, but I thought this was a good episode follow up. Uh, I'm going to go in with uh, I'm going to go in with an, with an eight. I was thoroughly entertained. Yeah, it's it is. It's one of those episodes where there maybe there aren't many like really really memorable moments. But there are some some really good solid stuff consistently all the way through that if you were grading this like you would a paper, you go, this is definitely an A minus. This is pretty good. Maybe a couple of parts where, you know, it could have been better, but it's still it's still an A paper. Um, yeah, very well done. Uh, anything stick out? Like I said, there were a bunch of. There was a lot of gags, actually. Stuff. This was yeah. uh, gags like from all, pretty much the whole way through. Um, it seemed like, like there was one about every like. 60 to 90 seconds yeah it's actually kind of hard for me to pick just one there's a lot of good quotes there's a lot of good gags but um i guess i'll go with uh i want you to touch my ding-a-ling no way we both went with my ding-a-ling kid okay my, okay <laughs> my, my runner up was uh homer's uh quote about how they're going to save money by cutting back on buying maggie's vaccinations because <laughs> she doesn't have the diseases <laughs> that, that's good too um and i think my honorable mention would actually be a visual one where homer's so tired and he walks out of the the car and he gets hit in the head by the power saw and just keeps on walking oh it's yeah it's one of those that's ones we too. see later on in homer's injuries montage but yeah it's it's actually tough to choose because there are a lot of good solid candidates in this one that vaccinations line um is great homer writing on his shoe to try to remember the read size uh, Lisa oh, yeah. going through all the people, including the nice man who pulled the snake out of their basement before she called Homer for help. So, 
yeah, really good. Consistent. Consistent is the definition of this episode. Never mind. Oh, don't don't forget when he's at the pet store. Oh, the deer hound. Yeah, the, yeah. the deer hound was great too. I completely forgotten about that one. So never mind my whatever I said, forced or desperate at the beginning of this episode for the kind of descriptor for this one. It is by far consistent. Very consistent. We were heavily wrong about this one. Very, very good episode. And uh, that's going to be followed too by Saturdays of Thunder. And that one is interesting because I had distinctly remember, I'm going to tell a story in that episode where that's the episode I thought the series took a turning point. So we'll see if I am uh, wrong in that one or not. But anyways, a great episode can only be followed by an even greater series of plugs. Shane, take it away. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. If you'd like to uh, get in touch with us, you can follow us on Twitter at Simpsons underscore EBE. Nick uh, controls our Twitter, and he's always putting up polls and interacting with fans, so come check us out. Uh, Most of you are on Spotify as well. That's how you're listening to us, but some of you are on other platforms. But whatever platform you're on, if you could give us a follow and rate us if you're able to, helps out the show. And if you want to go that extra mile, you can throw a couple dollars Nick and uh, mine's way at... uh, Buy me a coffee. There's a link in the description. Just click that, throw a couple bucks our way, and we'll buy a beverage. But uh, two new episodes every Friday, regardless. Yeah, I think I might buy myself a nice little lime ricky. Been a while since I had a lime ricky, whatever that is. But uh, yeah, if you do throw a couple of bucks our way, we, yeah, we'd appreciate that. But like Shane said, every Friday, two new episodes. Uh, this one coming out on December the 23rd, a couple of days before Christmas. We're going to take a little bit of a break. Over the Christmas holiday, there will not be any episodes on uh, December 30th. Uh, but they'll get three episodes, technically. That's get a bonus. right. That's true, because by the time this one comes out, our uh, Christmas episode on our favorite Christmas TV series uh, episodes, shorts, whatever you want to call them, as well as Christmas movies, uh, that will have come out on December 21st. So you can enjoy that one as well as uh, this and Saturdays of Thunder. So that'll keep you through the holiday season and we'll be back at the beginning of January because we just love doing this and we're getting into the real meat of season three. So should be a lot of fun Uh, to play us out here. Shane, give me a song that reminds us of horses. My little pony, my little pony. What is friendship all about? My little